They literally won a couple years ago. They, they, yeah, they won five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago? What the yeah, they literally won the Patriots. Uh, Patriots. Oh, wait, really? really? Yeah. Oh, I should know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's like a pretty big one to just gloss over. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Oh, 100%. Either way. Well, you guys are listening to the Dadcast. I'm your host, Nick Eintzman, joined as always by my good friend and co-host, Michael Anthony Caruso, even though that's not his... You know his actual name, but it's his given name by me. I, My I gave name will never be given up, never again, ever. It is Anthony from now on, even though that's my brother. Which is funny because I think I know what Mike's middle name is. What he, is it? You know what's funny? He's said it multiple it's my times. Father. I, I, I will not divulge oh, it. For, I will not it divulge is. it. But I'm pretty sure it's my father's. Oh, name. It is your father's name. I forgot. Oh god, Michael Joseph Caruso. It's actually Michael Dottie Caruso. From <laughs> <laughs> the other lovely voice that you hear on the other side of the globe, and by globe I mean this part of the tri-state area, is Father Nick Clifford, and he's not actually a father, but he did dress up a pr- as a priest once. I, I didn't even dress up really it. like a priest. I, I didn't actually even dress up like a priest, but I was referred to as either father or reverend for a handful of days. Ten out of ten I mean, I think reverend you reverend's better. I, I like Reverend Clifford a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> works. I think it just makes... Daddy Cliff, the old Papa Cliff. Da- Daddy, Cliff did, Daddy Cliff did stick for a while, and I still do get randomly called that. It's weird and unusual, but kind of funny at the same time. So I, I just accept it at this point. Mm. Oh, before I forget, yeah, I'm going to be in Cranston this weekend with an actual dad. So I'll see who's, who's dad. Yeah, I'll be in Cranston this weekend. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. yeah. So, if oh. in case this is the first time you ever listened to the Dadcast, it is a very simple. Just a simple podcast. It's a couple of buds. We spin a we spin a giant wheel full of topics. And Clifford, we've actually just been diving into it as opposed to just giving us any time. So it's all off the cuff yeah. now. That's, yeah. <laughs> we did we did That's one cool. episode, one episode where we just dove into it, and now it and is. You know what? Canon. I think it. I think it was great. To be one hundred percent honest with you, I think that was probably my favorite episode. The had episode last, that but. had the least amount of any effort whatsoever was yeah. one of the best episodes for sure. i agree i agree and was that the, was guys, that the most recent episode because i yes. did enjoy that quite a bit it yes. was, yeah, it was the, the episode where i'm not a cat dad nick hates sports of the new england variety and i yep. mostly just don't care about baseball <laughs> yep. that's also the one that you guys talked about me killing you which was unusual but i was also like i was like convulsing in laughter in the first yeah well it it was him killing you and then like you taking his name out of guilt um, which i think is is pretty factual i think if that was you know ever the case which should be stated on the podcast exactly what i sent to you guys immediately after i heard that i will never give up my last name if your last name was clifford yeah why would you give that up you know, I don't think I My last name too. Like I think I have a good last name, but Clifford is just a classic. Like that's an immediate. Like everyone likes you immediately. And also, then you talk and ruin it, so. all, Well, naturally. Also, out of all of the movies that Eisman could have referenced, uh, killing. Like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is one of my favorite movies of all time, yeah. so that was like perfect. <laughs> I was so glad that, that was the comparison. Really nailed well, it. As much as uh, we can just keep doing, you know, bantering back and forth, it's time to spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Zig zigzag. I will not say it this time. I refuse to include our secret... <laughs> Okay, so, so, so that was unexpected. I was not yeah. prepared for that. <laughs> not Clifford, to mention do you mind this topic is the first topic for Michael Cruz. Ah, the first topic of uh, the cast, which I, I assume I will take. Uh, I oh, guess I'll 100%. take this topic since it's. I was going to ask who's getting this. Yeah, so oh, the Mike. topic is why Mike refuses to accept cat dad responsibilities. Spin it. Just go. Just keep going. And the second topic for the night, and Clifford, this is to you, sir. You please turn the spinning sound off. <laughs> Our mullets. Ah, glorious style. Yes. yes. 
And the third our topic. Mullets back um, in style. That is the topic. I believe that they are. Oh, we will we'll get, get to that. that. <laughs> and the third topic of the night is. Nickelodeon. <laughs> Bigfoot. Wait. <laughs> Wait. In what way? Why is this topic so obscenely aggressive? This is learned in no. a miraculous way. But I love it. All right. So this, so topic, uh, this topic is Bigfoot, ya motherfucker, explain it. So that, uh, that's that, my that's, topic. That's that, I guess. All right. And uh, Mike, why don't you start us off here and tell the, the world why you refuse to accept the responsibilities of being a cat dad? Well, first things first about being a cat dad is um, honestly, you're not really a cat dad unless you, uh, you know, gave birth to a cat. So there's that. That's a first thing. Not to mention that we're doing a podcast called The Dadcast and none of us are actual fathers. So I guess that's an argument against the one I just made. But the reason that I personally refute and um, outwardly rebel against the idea of me personally being cat dad is not that I find that cat dads are a bad position to be. It's mostly that I don't own a cat. I've never owned a cat, sort of. Uh, I just happen yeah. to I happen to currently live with a cat. The closest that I came to actually owning and taking care of a cat was a cat that Jenny and I shared with our neighbors. So technically, that was only half of a dad for those cats. You were a stepdad. I was, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was a I was a step cat dad. Now, the, the reason that I refuse is because I don't I don't I feed the cat. I don't pay for the cat. Like I will feed the cat when, you know, it is appropriate because I love animals and will not let them go hungry. Yes. But does that mean that I'm the father of this, this little kitten critter? I don't believe very much so that that will be that way. All right. Well, let, let me but ask this. The, the so you, you made. No, go, the, go ahead, Cliff. The lack of payment there, that I think does go in his favor. If you're not actually paying for the vet bills and the food and all of that, then. And, and also, does this cat have papers? Does the cat well, have this, papers? This, was this a legally obtained cat? Is there any paperwork <laughs> showing ownership well, of the cat? If you've ever happened to have the pleasure of talking to my wonderful girlfriend, Jenny, about cat ownership, is that you don't really choose cats. The cat oh, chooses cats you. you. 100%. Whether that cat chooses you inside of a store or the cat randomly shows up one day. And uh, in this case, this cat randomly showed up in my yard one day and the issue and like, you know, that's not uncommon. There's a lot of cats around here. But the problem was that this cat's feet were burned. It was the middle of the summer and all of the pads on the bottom of this cat's feet were just singed and like dripping off skin. And it was horrifying. Luckily, we had that some like silver funny. solution that we like literally have for that. So we took the cat in, put some silver solution on its hands and tried to find a home for it. And then, of course, you know, weeks turned into a month and the finding a home for it turned into, you know what? I guess we're just going to keep this cat. My roommate Barsky decided to... uh take responsibility for the cat because he fell in love with the cat and uh, now we have a cat so also the other cats that we share with the neighbors just happened to be born under the shed while we were touring the house to rent it and then the neighbors picked up two of the cats and the mom didn't want those kittens anymore so those were also thrust upon us why are there so many cats where you are? It sounds like you're Charlie and it's always sunny. Just cats, Whoa. thousands of cats <laughs> roaming around my apartment. Really quick. I mean, it is the, I've never lived in a place that had, like, in the last two years that had more cats. Like, when I was in New England, I'd never had, like, cats coming up everywhere. But then as soon as I live with Jenny, all of a sudden there's cats everywhere. We were oh, literally yeah. at a cabin this weekend, like, having a nice little weekend, and we went outside for a second, and a cat just walked up to us, and we hung out with it for five minutes. Like, that doesn't happen. That never happened to me before. I think Jenny attracts cats by just living her life. Yeah, I mean, to, to go off your point, Cliff, like, Philly is full of cats. Is that, is that actually true? I didn't know if that was just something with... No, it is like one hundred percent a thing. Like, I have cats that I like. I named that just live near my house, 
Like one of them just hangs out on my porch and I eat hot dogs with him. His name's Frederico. I swear to God, I was, was I wish I was making this up, but like you just, I'm so glad you're not. You, you sit on your porch and eat hot dogs with a stray cat. Yeah, well, I eat the hot dogs. And every time I'm like Frederico, now you know I can't bring you inside. He gets all pissed off. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, what do you want from me, man? Do your cats get pissed off when you come inside? You know, smelling like hot dogs and new cat. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think they're like friends with him. Because they like okay. look at the window as like he just lays on like sunbathes on my porch. Like you've been to my house, Mike. Like you know where like yeah, little yeah. So he just like hangs out on like that cement little like stoop in the sun, and then like he'll come up and like rub his ass on the window for the cats, and the ghouls get all excited huh. because you know it's a new cat. Uh, but yeah, Billy is overrun with cats. Like it's, you know, it's often- an actual problem. I often wonder why I'm not allowed to rub my ass on random windows of housing, but you know, that's just I mean, me. Mike, you can you can rub your ass on Nick Clifford's window anytime you want. Well, it's not a random window. I know he would enjoy that, so that's not you know. Where's the I don't know if Clifford he would also need a ladder to get up because I am on the second story of where I live. So uh, trust Mike's me, I can agile. Get a Mike, no, Mike, I know you would. <laughs> would go out of your way to do that. I can get a couple ladders. It's like that scene in Animal House where you know, <laughs> 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 you know, he climbs a ladder and uh, he sees a certain thing through the window, and then uh, you know his hands are both on the ladder, and yet somehow he falls off. You know, it's one thing. Anyway. To, it's one thing to bring back the trope of you know climbing to someone's ladder to say hi to them, but if I happen to open my window and all I saw was Mike's ass, I don't really know what I would do. <laughs> I don't really know. What I, I would honestly, do Mike, I, I love you, but I think I'd push the ladder. Yeah, I might no, too. It's it's like a pretty hairy ass. I like I'm, I'm not ashamed. It's only because I'm not ashamed like, of my hair. If you were to just moon me randomly, like when we were out like a bar or something, that's one thing. But if I'm like opening up my window to get fresh air and I just see your bare ass, you're going down. I would never open my window <laughs> again, I don't think. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would nail my window shut. I'd black it out. All right. These are all good notes that I have currently been taking. Uh, about my ass being in random positions. If you want to learn more about my ass, please hit up Alex Furbush, uh, who has seen my ass multiple Furbs. times over the course of, I don't know, I think, 10 years. I think all of us <laughs> have seen your ass multiple times. Well, there times was a time where I had a, uh, when in college, you know, I had a hemorrhoid at one point and, you know, we were drinking together and he, we were talking about it and he was like, oh, I've never seen a hemorrhoid. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't like, want to see, I don't, see I don't, I don't need to like, hear sure, about your hemorrhoid so, stories. You know, that, that was pretty much it. I mean, hemorrhoids got now. It was college, man. Who has a good diet in college and no money? <laughs> All my money went to fucking Bush. All fair points. <laughs> yeah, very fair point. All right, Clifford, anyway. it is up to you because clearly you have a very, you know, I, I can see it in your eyes. You have a very strong opinion about mullets and if they're back in style. I can see it in your eyes. In your eyes. Well, I love the mullet guys. I don't think it's much of an opinion. <laughs> well, I mean, this first, the first part of it is not an opinion. They are back. And my but opinion is like they're is, back. And it is kind of weird. And I can only say this from experience because when me, myself, my hair grows out long, it becomes a mullet. It doesn't go down past my shoulders. It just keeps growing out and down in the back. See, I always it's, thought you had like a mop. No, if I if I let it if I let it go and it gets unruly, it will become a mullet. And you want to know how I know that? There are photographs of my father, who has the same hair that I do, with can a you, mullet for a very can you just long do me one time. Favor? Can you I would just love to see Joe? Yeah, I need a, a picture mullet. of Joe with a mullet. I do not have piece. one on hand, but they absolutely can be obtained. Uh, I'll, I'll reach out to had like a Terry curl for a little bit. I can see that too. Yeah, he had like a very long like head of hair, and his hair just gets naturally curly. So it was like a curly mullet. You talking about me? No, my father. Oh, your father. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's it's a dad thing. I mean, you know, it's, it's one it's one of those things. Like every trend comes back eventually, and mullets were a big thing in when late seventies, eighties, and th- I was going to say times, they get popular again. They came back. 
Yeah. In the seventies, like I was going to say my dad, I wouldn't say that my dad had a mullet as much as just had really long, fluffy black hair in the seventies and into the eighties. You know, what's that, funny, Mike, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen a picture of your dad. You've never seen a picture. You've met my dad. Yeah, no, but I've never, I've never seen a picture of him. Do you want me to send you a picture of my dad? Kind of. Yeah. I kind of want to see Is a picture of your dad. You want? Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, I, yeah. All right. I can do that. Are yeah, you, well, do you I want, want like shirtless or do you want shirtless? No, I don't want to. I don't want a, a picture of your shirtless. I have. I already have like pictures of you shirtless on Facebook from like when we went camping and actually like got shit for it. And they're like, "Why well, fucking posting pictures of shirtless men?" I'm like, it's my best friend. We were fucking it, camping. It, 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 and we nothing things. wrong with that, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, there, boy. Please, uh, more shirtless, Mike. Please, more shirtless, Mike, on the podcast. So, what do you guys want to know about Bigfoot? <laughs> So wait, wait, I'm I'm not I'm not done with the mullets. Oh, okay. Because because yes, A, Clifford, you're right. They are coming back. It is a fact. But why and how and where? Yes. Because in my I brought up this topic because I was listening to a lot of Australian garage punk and I noticed that everyone I listened to, every band that I listened to, at least one, if not the entire band, had these little like mullets. And I was like, is it an Australian thing? Like, is it a, is it, is it not? Is it like a thing that, is it like a trend that we're not on yet? But I think, um, I think that's it. I think it's a trend that's not on yet. People are getting these Australian mullets with the bangs, these asymmetrical haircuts. I mean, like I'm in it, I'm for it. Yo, Mike, honestly, haircuts of the eighties, they were just a whole nother thing. Completely on a different level. Agreed. Mike, Mike, I can see you with a mullet, to be honest. Uh, I kind of had one at one point in high school. If we have anyone that's really good with Photoshop, can we just get everyone on the show right now? Can you just Photoshop us all with mullets? <laughs> I mean, I could, be let it actually, I could let it happen, but I really don't want it. It's true. Well, yeah, it's I mean, true. it's not as fun. Uh, I mean, if we can have like Jack Swimer Photoshop us all with mullets, because I know he listens to the show pretty religiously. Uh, that Jack would be fantastic. Swimer? I don't, uh, I don't think I'm familiar with him. Is he Jack new? Is he one of your friends Swimer? from Philly? I've never heard of him. No, no he's, he's my friend from Rhode Island, actually. Oh, oh really? yeah. I've never heard his name or voice. I've seen him in person ever before. Nope. New to me. Mm-hmm. You're missing out. Yeah. Crazy. Sounds like a nice guy. Crazy. Why not, though? Clifford, what are you drinking over there? I'm burning the midnight oil. It's nine o'clock. You shouldn't be drinking oil. Oh, it's literally midnight oil. Yeah. No, well, no, no one ever told me I shouldn't drink oil, but um, it felt like it felt like the right thing to do. Yeah, mm. Fair enough. Mm. Mm. I'm drinking a regular old Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm drinking a uh, refreshing dry Canada Dry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say martini. I, 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 actually, I saw the green bottle, but I did not know where he was going with that. Uh, I had a martini for the first time ever in Atlantic City, and I had to like begrudgingly smile and say thank you to my ex as I drink it. I, I did not like it. What I hated it. Yeah, 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 describe the martini. Like what kind of martini? Was I think it was just was? a regular martini. I don't fucking know. It was hammered. Was it sexy? Was it like you know? Was no, it wearing it was, you know short clothing? Was it? Did it have an olive? No, it was, maybe two. It, it had a few olives. I, I'm a big fan of olives. Ugh. Big olive guy. Yeah, well, because she didn't like what olives. A, what a surprise! So she like gave, grease in yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> she didn't like olives, so she gave me her olives. So I had like four fucking olives. So it just tasted like olives. It was just, it was just Ugh. olive. Juice. It was just it was an olive peony. <laughs> I would rather have it just be straight alcohol. No olives. Yeah, I, I also do not care for olives. <laughs> I, olives. I can't get enough of them. To be honest with you. I just right, can't so get enough. I'm, I'm just going to send cans of olives to Nick. It's, Dude, honestly, like, the bir- the best birthday present <coughs> to me would just be like a pallet of olives. A pallet of olives. Not a pallet, but like a, a box full of things. Oh, that ask olives. and you shall receive, buddy. Yeah, dude, I can I get you a pallet of olives. This can like, be I, done. I, this can be accomplished. We can I have pallets. I, I wonder how much a pallet olives. of olives would be. Like it can't right, be next, next podcast, we will next come back with the answers. <laughs> Please reach out to our Instagram uh, to the dot dadcast. Explain the dot dadcast. Um, the dot dadcast. Do you sell olives? 
if so, let us know. Can we get a can we get an olive sponsorship? Is that like a thing? Olive, you, I'm just getting an olive oil sponsorship. I used to put that my right hair. All of my love. You guys remember that? What? I used to put olive oil in my hair if I couldn't find pomade. Oh, I do. I I've, I was I've, pretty I've, sure you still did. Honestly, oh, I've, I've, I've done don't. it before as well. It's it spins on to something. It really does. It, yeah, yeah, you I, can't I, do I, like a lot. You got to do like no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, I literally so just, dab just on two a fingers, little bit, a, a little just, bit of dab yeah. on the comb, and just yeah, exactly. It's a nice shine. Can't go wrong. Yeah, I, can't I don't go know, wrong. Man, my my hair, like I'll take a shower, and then my hair is like pristine for all of maybe an hour and a half, and then immediately just starts getting saturated with my own natural juices. If you so I don't need any extra oil. Like I can squeeze this out and bottle it and sell it. To if you people. ever, I got nothing on that. <laughs> If you ever utter the words "my natural juices" and into my into fucking ears, Ugh. I, I know, will drive out to whatever state you decide to move to next. Sadly, I don't think this up. is the first time that we've ever talked about Mike no, taking no, his natural. He's said it multiple times and putting them into a bottle for and to sell them. It's because you guys keep talking about putting fucking olive oil in your hand, and I'm like, dude, I don't need to be dripping the oil. We're I not producing the olives. We, we don't talk about it often. It's like a once. I think the only time we've ever actually talked about it was Macrock when I was like, I've at least mentioned it four times in my life. Well, that's unfortunate. I don't need it. And we've been at least for at, there least at least one or two or three times. times. At least one or two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what do you guys want to know about Bigfoot? The Sasquatch. What, what, what do you know about Bigfoot? What do? Oh, I know way too much about it. Well, as a person way that lives in. I mean, I'm living in the Pacific Northwest. I'm living in the you potential in environment. But time. I also learned that you know there's a lot of sightings in. Um, your neck of the woods too. Oh yeah, there's uh there's Pennsylvania Bigfoot. Uh, yeah. If you go a little bit further down, you have the the skunk apes. Um, you know, go a little bit further up, you have New Hampshire Bigfoot. I mean, that, listen, yep. it's been it's been a thing that's been around for hundreds of years. There might even be an itty bitty Bigfoot in Rhode Island. You it's never just know. Small. That's just, that's just <laughs> me. It's just small, small. It's just small and like sort of rectangular. <laughs> Hello, I come from Garland. Balloon <laughs> socket. It probably also it's, hides it's, out of the ocean too, and then it hides out in Cumberland and Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bigfoot is a uh, you know a American based or North American based cryptid. Uh, pretty much something that has been around for hundreds of years. It was famously filmed uh, in the Gimlin Patterson footage. I know I'm butchering that first guy's name. It's fine. Uh, there's been many a movies like Harry and the Hendersons, which used to scare the fucking shit out of me as a kid. Harry and the Hendersons got you. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. This the scene where they hit him with the SU with the uh, <laughs> the wagon, oh, and then okay. like. And it just screams at them and they just fucking drive with this thing off the road. <laughs> it's terrifying. It is probably one of the scariest scenes of movies in my life. That and E.T. I was terrified. I was a very like timid child and now I love horror movies. Did you say you were afraid of E.T.? Oh, I was fucking dude, I was terrified yeah, dude, of anything yeah, alien related. That. Anything I'm, I'm alien related, side. I was horrified of. Uh, E.T., like, the, the like little Muppet that they use, the little whatever, is nightmare fuel. It is just the amount of wrinkles that some poor oh, yeah. it looks like a art director had to like decide the amount of just wrinkly ball sack skin that this yeah. fucking E.T. Oh, uh, it's making an alien the worst looking thing ever. Do you know well, that there's a really to elongated one? finger that lights up? Like that's the way to do it. Like to fuck, man. Yeah, it's bizarre. I it's mean, for Clifford's kids. fingers, Clifford's fingers light up when he's trying to like heal people, but that's besides the point. That's true. <laughs> it's, it's more, more of a dog bizarre. thing, really. Yeah. More of a dog. Thing. Maybe he's <laughs> like, like, like to be a dog that has fingers. Quite frankly, <laughs> maybe he's a dog <laughs> from Mars. So much. I was gonna put out here, Clifford. You have very clean and well put together fingernails right now. I'm very uh, proud of you. Yeah, I bit them a couple days ago. <laughs> you bite your fingernails? Oh, yeah. oh, dude, I bite my fingers all the time. It's not because like, I don't like... Oh, yes. Dude, I buy those fingernail clippers. I go through them. I don't know what it is. I lose them. Or the I cats lose them too, take but I use them, for my t- I use them for my toenails. I just can't... It's, 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 it's just a nervous a knife. tick for my, with my fingers. I have a toe knife. 
No, 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 not a toe knife. You can just use an like an actual sharp knife to like you know cut off your fingernails if you don't have a clipper. You don't need to use a dull butter knife to. Clean I'm not going to use a fucking in between your fucking toes. You gross fuck. Dude, my grandfather used to use a pocket knife. On his key what chain. the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> I mean, listen, if the shoe fits, you know what I mean. But back to Bigfoot. I mean, do you think yeah. that his nails are dirty? Oh yeah, gotta be. Actually, actually, I believe that they are very clean. Maybe he's probably the even part of his body that's just pristine. The rest of it's just hair I feel and like whatever it, else. Uh, see, that's the point. I feel like he gets a bad rap because he's covered in hair. But, you know, nobody knows if that hair is like dingy and matted. It could be luxurious and, and, and delicious. And maybe you want it as like a blanket. Maybe you want to cuddle. You know, and, and I, Mike, I was literally misunderstood, you. and you want to take him into your tent. And you, you know, got a little warm heater there for you. I know. So, I know that I will never Bigfoot let Bigfoot erotic in here. I know that I will never let Bigfoot into nope. my tent for one reason and one reason alone. The when I close my eyes and I envision Bigfoot, I have one association of him, and that is when he shows up in a Goofy movie, the Disney movie, oh, and Jesus he just Christ. goes wait, wait, shit on the campsite. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. he's in the goofy movie just youtube bigfoot goofy movie after this and just enjoy also a side note goofy movie amazing hilarious i don't remember the last time i saw it that's the one where max goes off to college right it's, no, um, that's no, the no. They go on vacation. Yeah, they go. Yeah, yeah they okay. go on a camping trip or something. Although the Max going to college it's and does dope. that like skateboarding competition, awesome. That one is too. awesome. Huge fan. I, was, like, I think it was the first one I saw. I, I, like, you know what? I don't even think I've seen the Goofy movie. I think I've only seen that one. Well, tonight's your night, buddy. First one's good. I recommend it. All right. Yeah. You know what that's else good. is good? And, the yeah. fourth topic of the night, which is. Big money, big money, no whammy. Oh. Mike, I'm going to actually veto this for you because we just talked about the fact that you pretty much live in Long John. So Clifford, congratulations. Long Johns are underrated is your topic for the fourth topic of the night. Yours truly is. (laughs) I was waiting for that to come up last week. <laughs> Four wheels or no wheels, Clifford. Why don't you take us away? I don't really know how much I long johns on it because I I gotta tell you I don't know the last time that I wore long johns. Well, let me let me ask you this: Do you know what long johns are? I do. They're like the thermal like thermal underwear, right? You usually wear them when you're in cold environments. Okay, true. Yeah, I, that's a good start. My, my no, I my mom used to have me wear them when I was a kid, and I just didn't like them for some, for whatever reason. Have you worn them as an adult? I know I have like a quarter zip that's of the same material, but I don't wear it like when I'm going skiing. Like I have like under like the Under Armour pants and shirt. I usually wear those when I'm going snowboarding, but long johns themselves, they got under ten years old. I think the last time I wore them. Mike, wow. Mike, do, like, do you wear them? All, do you actually wear them all the time? Uh, so we uh, we're very monetarily conscious in our house. Uh, so we like don't use the heat as much as we can. Fair. And so between the months of like October and let's just call it March, hopefully, uh, I live in Long John's. I, I wear them to work under my like pants. I I wear them under my sweatpants like at home when I'm just lounging around. I I don't sleep in them. I, I sleep uh, with just you know boxers on, regardless of the temperature. Actually, but uh, no, I wear them like all the time. I have a you know I have enough pairs. That's fine. You know, I have I like them, a, you know, it's not like an underwear thing because the boxers are still there. Well, yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of people wear them as underwear, which is like a common what? misconception no. in my opinion. Well, here's even another question: If you weren't in such a cold environment, would you wear? Do you run cold normally? Because I run hot. I don't um, know if I could wear them all. If I, if, I, if, I, if I was in like up in the mountains or something, maybe. But I mean, I yeah, feel I also you did live that. in the mountains for four years. I know, but I ne- I never had to. Wear them walking around. I think I probably wore I like the so, under yeah. the Under Armour pants. Maybe I did have on maybe once in a while. If it was like 
single under single if it was negative maybe but rarely yeah I mean, I, I think, uh, when I was younger, like in, even in college, like I didn't, I did run hot, but now as a almost 30 year old, I definitely run more cold, but I also think it's kind of the environment, like where I live right now, it's like, you know, new England gets a negative degree. Sure. You guys only have two seasons, you know, brutal winter and brutal summer. And that's freaking it. And then there's like a month in there where the leaves change color and it's pretty and you wear a flannel for about a day and then you're like, you're screwed. Whereas well, over you're, here, you're it's, about mud it's, season it's kind too. of similar. What's that? You're forgetting about mud season. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. I can't the forget mud spring. season. And also kind of in the fall too. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Mud, mud season and flannel season, they they last for a week and a half and then That's true. That's <laughs> it's true. just humid and hot no, and just, bitter cold. I, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the, the summer over here is like ridiculous. When I moved in here, it was like 110 degrees for like a month straight. And I was like, what am I how do I even live? Like I'd rather live in the cold because I own so much clothing that is cold related. I mean, I have like five hoodies, like all pullover hoodies for like no reason. I wear all of them just at at some different points. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I never wore long johns before I started living over in like the Pacific Northwest or even in, in Colorado when I lived there too. But I just think yeah. uh, like they're comfy. I don't feel them like under my clothing. Like, it's not like a, a bother. The only time that I even think about having them on is when I go to like take a piss and I'm like, oh man, another layer to like, you know, <laughs> pull down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I have like one van shirt that's like long john material. Yeah. I, I have a few that are kind of like that, but not the, the- yeah, the thermal shirt, that's also underrated. I have one thermal shirt that I've had forever. I think I have one or two. Amazing. Great. Yeah, hiking maybe. shirt. You throw them underneath like a flannel and it's fantastic. Like, exactly. It's yeah. fucking comfortable. It looks good too. Yeah. It looks great. It looks great. I bet you'd look great in it, Nikki. I think I do. I've gotten I a lot of compliments do. in it. I can see it. Maybe a three quarter thermal, three quarter, three quarter, three quarter sleeves, baseball tees, thermal, thermal baseball tee would be a good idea. I'm all honestly, I'm I'm, I'm into it. it. No Clifford's into it. (laughs) But Clifford, four wheels or no wheels? I mean, that question is to you, sir. So yeah, I don't know why you're trying to pause me. Clifford, what was yours? The long John's dogs. Oh yeah, long Clifford's. So four wheels or no wheels? I mean, what about like a bicycle or a motorcycle? I'm sorry. Did, did the question stutter? It's four, four wheels, wheels or I, no I don't wheels. agree with that. I don't agree with that in the slightest bit. Well, tell me about it. I like motorcycles. I like bicycles. Did your wife like, ever have a bicycle that had training wheels? Uh, no, actually, I did not. Oh, well, look at me. Whoa. I grew up in Connecticut and I never had training wheels. You know, what a surprise nope, because there. my dad refused to let me get them. Uh, and he was like, if you're going to learn how to ride a bike, you're going to learn how to ride a bike. And I didn't learn how to ride a, ride a bike <laughs> in the third grade when uh, Nancy Gatarski, my friend's mother, An was amazing like, name, to learn. great name. You need to learn how to ride a bike. And she let me use her son's bike that did have training wheels, but I personally never owned a bike with four wheels. Huh. <laughs> All right. Once well, I learn how to ride a bike, I'm just going to go out there and say four wheels or no wheels, though, because I'm going four wheels. Nope. I'm going four wheels. You know, like I like biking. I used to bike all the time, but uh, motorcycles, I think I think they're cool. I find them interesting. I have zero interest in, in riding bike. My, my question Same. to you, though, Mike, you, you have problems with your knees, right? Oh, that's nice to say. But yes, it's accurate. It has been established on the podcast that you have problems with your knees. They're not, not great. They're I not great. Off no, too many stairs. No, it's sets. a lot less impact. Impact. Biking. <sighs> okay. Well, great for you. Great cardio. Not worth it for me. Hundred percent worth it. The cardio Dude, is I, good. Actually, when I was <laughs> when I was in Pelham, when I when I was living still in Amherst or uh, Pelham rather, um, in New Hampshire, I did take my old mountain bike and took off the front wheel and put it on some blocks and put the backside up and use it as a like a, a cycling machine for uh, for some exercise and it worked really well for like all of five minutes until it started to you know lean to one side and you know yeah. it was a really yeah, good idea in theory 
And then in practice, it like I literally carved out like a like a stand for it to hold it perfectly, which was kind of fun in its own right. And then uh, yeah, it didn't work. But that, that that was the last time I actually like quote unquote rode a bike. All right. Not that I have anything against bikes, but uh, you know they don't have four wheels, so technically I'm not allowed to ride them based on mm-hmm. my own opinions. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what that uh, where that leads us to for this night, right? Uh, Clifford, I can see Clifford knows where this is going, but it's going to be the bonus round. Come on, Jackson, you bitch, whoever you are. Jackson has not. Oh, motherfucker. Uh, okay, Clifford, well, I'm gonna hand this one right off to you. If you want to read it, I'm just gonna say this is kind of a cop out, in my opinion. On the person that is inputting these topics in the wheel is clearly putting in topics in the wheel that were not previously discussed and are clearly only furthering his own uh, diatribe because that is what this is. Clifford, if you don't mind just reading this topic for us, it would be fantastic. Peeing sitting down. Still underrated. All right. (laughs) Michael, was there one? This one is the dot dot dot. Sorry. (laughs) How dare you? Like, there's one topic on this list that I really fucking want. And is it that one? Oh, no, we already did this one. Why don't you go ahead and spin that that again? There's one on here that I'm fascinated by. (laughs) Insane. Fuck. It's getting so close. Okay, wait, hold on. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is a terrible what topic. <laughs> wait, you know what? I will take this topic because I, I have so many questions. The, My topic, uh, the topic is uh, Magic the Gathering is actually how the devil is unleashing cryptids. So glad I didn't get this cryptid heavy podcast. So glad I didn't get this one. And the last topic of the evening is round and round the wheel goes. Who where would it land? Only Jackson knows. (laughs) Is fire good? Or bad? That's how you read some ellipses. Clifford. So the the topics that are left on the wheel right now, are <laughs> I cannot wait. Next gold. week's episode, yeah. every single one of them. There's two in particular that are right. like, great. I can't wait till they come up. Good God, Clifford, peeing sitting down, still underrated. I mean. <laughs> It kind of is, but it's it's more so if you're if you got to pee and you got to go and you got to move. Standing up is you know it's it's just it's just easier that way. If you're having a lazy day, or you feel like reading, true, take a seat. I get most of my reading done normally when I'm on the toilet. Really? Yeah. I I I start reading something and then. Like you could think that I'm in there. I'll probably be in there for like 10, 15 minutes. Probably a m- less than a minute of that is actually new in my business. The rest of it's just reading. It's, so you're, it's not the massive amount of, of red beef that you eat? No, not necessarily. <laughs> I actually, I do. I fully agree with Clifford on this one. I would say that my, the most reading that I get done is a 50-50 shot between when I'm in my bed like going to sleep and when I'm taking a shit. Great. There's a famous uh there's a there's a hip hop group called the Blue Scholars. Great great band if you guys are are interested, but there's a line that they go and he says if you got time to take a shit then you got time to read a book. And uh, I couldn't agree more. It's not it's, it's not about foster leaving my put the put the leaving my book for a second read a book. High I'm fantasy is my go-to. What are you reading these days? Uh, currently on the second to last book of the uh, Malaysian Book of the Fallen or the Malazan Book of the Fallen. It's a high fantasy that was actually built on a D&D campaign uh, by this guy and his friends. And it's a, an amazing book series. There's 10 books in the series. I'm on the ninth book right now, like halfway through. So uh, I have not gotten bored with it. And I'm nine books in. It's great. Uh, have you read Dune yet? I haven't read Dune, but that is on my next list. 
I got Dune on my list. I, I also need to read the uh, the Lord of the Rings books because I've only read parts. I need to give it some attention. I read mm. those in middle school. Make, I make my father proud. I read those in middle school, and they're just so far removed from my memory now. I don't remember the last time I read well, any of them. Clifford, if you got time to take your shit. You got time to read a book. <laughs> to read a book. I, I've, I've got – you should see my shelf. I have – a, a large amount of books that I just I'm I've became I became the slowest reader as the older I've gotten. I used to be able to read a book in like one or two nights, and now it takes me. I read at a snail's pace now. You know, it's funny. I, I couldn't agree more about that, yeah. like yeah, at all. I would agree. I was actually I recently uh, shared with somebody we were talking about the Harry Potter books, and I said I think I think it's the fifth one, Order of the Phoenix. That book I think broke me when I was a child because I read it's over a thousand pages long, and I read it in one night. Wow. You're right. And I have actually never that's, done that. I've never done that with anything, any book ever since. <laughs> so I think I was broken by that. I, the, the last, I, the, the last book that I, I just finished, um, Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. How is that? Very good. The way that he writes is very unique where he doesn't use any quotation and he writes in a lot of run on sentences. The actual writing and and description of the dialogue is phenomenal, but it's also incredibly graphic at certain times. Like some of the most brutal things that I've ever read, but it's a very good good book. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to check that out. You know what else I need to check out? Mike, cryptids, Magic the Gathering. I, 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 I can't wait for so, this. So, okay. So, I'm, I'm gonna start this off by Magic the Gathering uh, is a card game, a tabletop card game, and um, it's a tabletop card game that has weirdly followed me for like my entire life. But I've only played it maybe a handful of times, not because I didn't enjoy it, but uh, I don't know. I just never really got into it, but it it was fun. But uh, I mean, like a lot of close friends of mine, you know, are obsessed with it, like multiple packs. I actually just was talking to my coworker earlier today who was in a uh, like a competition earlier this weekend. He was talking about how he was like ruining kids with his like fifty dollar uh, pack and he was playing with like six thousand dollar pack kids or whatever packs or card decks decks that's it and i was like oh it's crazy but at the same time i was like okay whatever but uh in my opinion the way i took this topic was that i don't even know if it's really the devil so much as just you know an entity that might be creating the chaos because i think that's kind of a bad rep on the devil because you know we don't really know if he's the evil one at all but anyway I think that every time the way I took this out was that every time you play a creature that you are releasing that creature into the world. But then that takes no effect. What about your mana cards? What about your land cards? You know, so when I play a fucking swamp card, am I creating a swamp in the middle of a forest somewhere? I mean, listen, I, I feel like if that was the case, we wouldn't be dealing with a, a great thing called climate change and global warming. Wait, okay, so hold on. You're so, so you, what you just said is that global warming mm-hmm. is because people have been playing too much Magic the Gathering no, no, no. You, and you, playing you, you mis- bad cards that affect the environment. I mean, you could be construed as that. What I'm saying is that I, I wish that that was the case because if you started playing like a bunch of grassy plains or a bunch of forests, you know, you'd be set. That's true, but people are playing the bad ones more. They're playing the swamps. It's just not ideal. Yeah, fair enough. Although not I will argue that swamps are a vast collection of life. Clifford looks so confused right now. Uh, Clifford, have you ever played Magic? I have not. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I am familiar <laughs> with it. I have watched many a friend play it. My, my uh, One of my buddies from home still plays it. He he recently went to a couple of uh, they hold tournaments around near us and he went to go play in a couple of them not that long ago but uh, yeah I'm not familiar with magic and I, I was actually curious if you guys if that category was in fact talking about the card game magic because I had no idea uh, okay 
All right, all right, all right. Whoever wrote that, that's probably not one of their best topics. I just uh, said it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's potential. Um, it is one of – the way that I read that topic is more of like a Greek myth where, you know, there's a lot of things that are hard to explain and you might as well make up a fascinating epic to explain why there are fantasy creatures that no one are, is really able to get an actual physical uh, example of. Yeah. It's because yeah. people are, are are playing Magic the Gathering. People are just playing Magic the Gathering and it's it's just, you know, taking a toll on our world. That's uh, gotta be it. I mean, maybe that's why there's like they're shooting down UFOs. Someone's just playing fucking UFO cards heavy in whatever <laughs> week long magic game that they have going on. You know? I mean that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But couldn't that be said for any other card too? You know, like not just cryptids, but is it just cryptids or is somebody playing like a idiot human card and then all of a sudden, you know, Nick Einsman's board and then, you know, you just have to live your life. I've been here ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Wizard of the Coast. It was a good game back in those days. It was days. a great game back in 94 between <laughs> Paul and Angela. Oh, oh, Angie. <laughs> oh, that's a good song, actually. Dear Angie. Yeah. Da, 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 anyway. Da, da. I didn't know that song was about your mom. I'll have to call her soon and talk to her about it. Have fun with that. It's going to be a great conversation. She hates you, Paul and Angie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the last topic of the night is fire, good or bad. I'm going to say... I'm going to say both. I'm going to cop out. That's really? it. That's your focus. I'm going to cop out and say both uh, because I think it's I'm gonna, great. I'm going to just pause real quick and change the subject real, real quick because my arm was just kind of hanging off of my chair and the cat has just been attacking the absolute shit out of it for the last couple of minutes. And um, uh, for some reason, I feel like it's your doing. My doing? Yes. She, she, she literally just keeps stopping, looking at me and then going for it again. My cats are just hanging out on the, uh, <coughs> I call it Ass Crack Castle. It's their cat tree. Ass Crack They're Castle. Ass, ass Crack, crack castle. castle. They're just hanging out. It's a great time. It's a great time. Well, I think fire is good and bad, but fire good when you're in fire the Fire good. No, I mean, think, like, we wouldn't heat. have half the shit that we have without, you know, fire being a thing. That is, I mean, yeah. What is it? Uh, Prometheus. Prometheus is the one that uh, gave humans fire. Speaking of Greek myths. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Just, yep. Listen, I like fire. And he got chained to a fucking mountain for it. <laughs> just like. You just let me know when you want me to stop talking about Greek myths. You, you just, I know you're just getting very into into Greek myths and and mythical beings. We get they're it. They're a lot you're, more fun. <laughs> they are a lot more fun. They're a lot more fun <laughs> indeed. Uh, no, I like fire. I think it's like can be very uh, therapeutic, especially if you're like out camping or like out in like a nice little scenery. Scenery warm. Keeps Cooks you warm. Food. Feeds you. Cooks your food. Cooks your enemies. Uh, your dragons breathe you know, it. That can also be good and bad. Well, do they breathe it or do they exhale it? No, I think they. Well, exhale why do they always it? call them fire-breathing dragons? Oh, do you know? Fair point. A fair point. Do they actually breathe? Hmm. So maybe. Excuse me. Maybe when like they're breathing, they're breathing in air. It's just feeding that constant fire, the spark that keeps them going, the spark that gets them out of bed in the morning. Do you need some air? Do you need some airflow to the fire? Keep it going. That whole that whole statement, Einsman, was just riddled with cliches. (laughs) What the spark that keeps them going? Spark that. This is weirdly turning into a, a, a fire. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if someone didn't know any better that the magic topic and this, we someone could mistake this for a philosophy podcast at this point. Oh, 100%. I would like to bring it's, to it's the a, attention the topic that is owls? Question okay, mark? No, no, no. Next to the topic that is marionettes? Those are literally the two that have been catching my eye the whole time. I mean, like, yeah. what the fuck? Not even just to say that I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure marionettes is spelled incorrectly. 
not nitpicking, but I, I want to call that out. Mike, the problem is, I don't remember if I wrote that or if you wrote that. I 110% did not write owls or marionettes. I know as... I wrote owls. I don't think I wrote marionettes. It might have been something that was on the bo- the wheel for a while because there was a lot of shit on this wheel. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to take all these in. Yeah, I definitely did not do a marionettes. <laughs> I did well, in a past uh, a past cast. I did do a why pumpkins, but that's the closest to marionettes question mark. It's not even remotely close to it. But I think on that note, there's we're gonna there's, there's a question mark. I think we're gonna leave off with a simple message of remember, kids. Dad's not mad. Spin the wheel, or your dad will get. Disappointed. Also, and disappointed. He's not angry. He's disappointed. Also, don't forget to say uh, no to your pets. Don't, uh, okay. Yes, well, I, I honestly, I was kind of hoping that you were going to say that. <laughs> that's a hope. That's a <laughs> thing like that was common enough that, that you could just hope for it. Not oh, yeah. WPCR Plymouth. Plymouth. Music from, from the edge. Music from the edge. The only <laughs> station that hails. <laughs> This is very illegal, man. So. This has been the Lame Brain Show, as well as In the Doghouse with Cliffy McClifford. And don't forget, Pirate Radio. And, and MCMC. MCMC, that's me. And today you will hear the same eight-minute song during the middle of my set while I go outside and smoke a okay. cigarette. Every, every time that <laughs> answer and I did Pirate Radio, everyone got to enjoy 11 or 12 minutes of <laughs> three different kinds of picks. Every time, I had two uh, different songs. I would do because I was, you know, it was a long radio show. That's what I used to do. But in that, on that note, folks, Dad's not mad. He's just disappointed. We will see you next week, or you'll hear us next week on the Dead Cast. And keep it real sleazy out there. I don't want to see anything but natural dripping grease directly from Throw that my olive head oil deep in your hair. Old Mike's fashioned greasy <laughs> head drip in 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 your pan in your every time. Have a good night. Nine ninety nine at your favorite Safeway. 